When we think of a skin condition, we often don't relate it to our gut or what we eat, but many times it is part of the problem. Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. I have a great guest with me today. She's going to talk all about how our gut health relates to other conditions in our body. Jennifer Fugo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Jennifer is a clinical nutritionist empowering adults who failed conventional methods, and she is helping them overcome these challenges. Jennifer, just give us an overview of your background. Well, I'm a clinical nutritionist with a a master's degree in human nutrition from the University of Bridgeport. I'm also a certified nutrition specialist and a licensed dietitian nutritionist in the state of Pennsylvania. And I also had eczema, so I've gone through it. I know what it's like. And I do work virtually with clients all over the world who are struggling with issues like eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, chronic hives, dandruff, and a whole other slew of issues. So um, I definitely am passionate about what I do to help people find underlying root causes that they probably haven't heard about from the doctor. And I love doing research and sharing that. Um, And I do that on my show called the Healthy Skin Show podcast. Yes, I know. And it gets a lot of a lot of people uh, watching and listening to that. So you talked about eczema. How did that affect you? What exactly is eczema? So eczema is an inflammatory skin condition. It impacts I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even know how many millions of people worldwide. Um, I had a specific form of eczema called dysidroidic eczema. It impacted the palms of my hands where I ended up with these like weird clear bubbles under the skin that eventually would get really like sore, itchy. Uh, The skin would become red. It was driving me nuts. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, scratching myself um, and tearing almost at my skin and that eventually would dry out, heal over, and the process would start again. And with time, it spread down my fingers, down my palms. It started to wreck the way my nails would grow. Um, and it was, in, I'll be honest with you, aside from what you don't realize you have to stop doing with your palms, because like turning the doorknob, for example, yeah, being you don't able, think about. right. And I know you like to work out. So do I, I couldn't hold weights anymore. I couldn't oh, wash yeah. my hands because water burned so badly. Oh my goodness. Not so water. Oh, so my I became incredibly depressed because I started to find I had to wear gloves all the time. I couldn't wash my hair because water will go in the gloves. There was so many things that I lost and I became really embarrassed to go outside because, and even see people because my hands look infected all the time. And, um, there was a point where people didn't even want to shake my hand, which I, understand but in the moment it really does hurt your self-esteem and self-worth absolutely so So what'd you do um well to be honest with you i was desperate i tried a ton of different things i tried remedies i found online i tried steroid creams i tried um a lot of different supplements eventually i i somehow figured out the right combination of supplements and a few minor diet tweaks, I would say, because I was already gluten, dairy, and egg-free at the time. I'm not suggesting by saying that, that you should do that too, if you're in this boat. It's just, that's where I was. And eventually the rashes stopped. They did come back 
after a while, um, it turned out I actually had two gut infections of uh, two different types of bacteria that I saw a GI doctor for, got treatment with, with an antibiotic, and they've never, it's never come back since. I am so, so fascinated by the microbiome and the yeah. gut health. I mean, we're really just starting to scratch the surface of Absolutely. how it affects our entire body. I mean, they, they've called it the second brain. I mean, it's that, it affects us so much. How does it relate to a skin condition? Well, there's at least what I have found through my own practice is that when we have gut bugs, I call them gut bugs, but it could be bacteria, could be fungal, could be parasitic organisms living in the GI tract that really shouldn't be there. It creates an inflammatory response. So if we, for example, just with eczema say, well, how do you get rid of eczema if you go the conventional route? You either use topical steroids, which stop inflammation at the skin, or you use a biologic drug like Dupixent, which blocks an inflammatory pathway. The problem with eczema is that while we like to say, well, I have a skin problem, it must just be a skin problem. The reality is that inflammatory cytokines, they're like these little chemical messengers, they can be created anywhere in your body. And a lot of times they can be generated within the gut. So if you have an inflammatory process happening internally, the cytokines, these little messengers travel out to the skin, why they end up, you know, on the back of your arm or on your neck or anywhere else, I can't quite tell you. But when you use something like Dupixin, it shuts off those inflammatory signals. It shuts off that inflammatory uh, biochemical pathway and the eczema stops. So when you address what's going on within the gut to stop inflammation being generated there, there is a really good chance that in addition to a few other tweaks, you actually could see rashes start to subside. So uh, just summarizing what you said, many times the skin condition is not just because your skin is not good or not healthy, no. it's a manifestation of something else going on in your body, which is sort of a window, as you said earlier, uh, when we were talking uh, off camera, you had a window into what's going on in your body. And you work with people one-on-one -on -one and you talk about this in your podcast. What are some of the top reasons that people have these kind of skin conditions? Well, there's usually microbiome dysbiosis. So microbiome is the various bugs and organisms that live on us and in us. There's yeah. actually more of them than there are us. Of yes, and some, some are good. Some are good. Some are good. Some yeah. are not so friendly. <laughs> some are opportunistic. They'll be your friend. But when the opportunity presents, they will cause problems. Yes. Yes. And so you can have an, in, a, a, when we say dysbiosis, we mean imbalance. Mm -hmm. So you can have an imbalance of these organisms, both on the skin, as well as internally. Internally, there's microbiomes all over the body, including the gut. But I, I personally believe the gut is like command central when it comes mm -hmm. to the microbiomes of the body. So the other microbiomes take a cue from the balance of what's going on in the GI tract. So that you can also have nutrient depletions or deficiencies that can contribute to a lot of the symptoms that we commonly just assume are old age, genetics, et cetera. And then also too, looking at liver detoxification challenges. I'm not suggesting a liver detox. Actually, I don't recommend liver detoxes. I'm looking at this more of supporting the liver pathways that require certain nutrients in order to run. And then also too, we can have thyroid dysfunction as well as a major part of this that really does need to be looked at no matter what type of skin issue you have. There can be diet and food challenges, 
But believe it or not, because I know that's the most popular route people go when they get frustrated with just their dermatologist. We do need dermatologists. So it's not a, a bash at dermatologists. Of course not. Food is also not the only reason your skin can get messed up. And when people get stuck in this, let me eliminate this, let me eliminate that, and the diet gets smaller and smaller, you then can end up with nutrient depletions microbiome issues and all sorts of other issues. So we want to make sure to eat as varied of a diet as humanly possible, but identifying the actual problems so you can address the issue from that perspective. Yes. Very healthy, not varied, you know, uh, M&Ms and Snickers bars. <laughs> that is, uh, just want to make that clear. When you say varied, yes. I know what you mean. You have a good, yes, well-balanced, healthy yes. diet. Yes. yes. Not, not, really not trans fat, not like yes. loads of junk. That's always the first step when people are like, I really know I need to clean up my diet. I'm like, okay, you don't need to, you don't need to like pay me anything. To, <laughs> you know, you need to do that. So start there, start crowding. Yeah, we know apple out. good, donut bad. We can okay. figure that part out. Exactly. I know, I know that's for sure. And, you know, and it's all out there. So much information is on the internet, but there are different diets and this and that more protein, less protein, but let's, you know, start with the basics. Eat a little cleaner eat some more vegetables eat some more fruit you know low lower fat meats fish chicken like they're the basics and i think right there people can do a lot of good for themselves not just for their skin but their overall health weight and i'm sure when you work with people i want to get into what you do with people you not only just help them you know repair their skin but i'm sure you make them feel better more energetic better lifestyle because you're balancing everything in their body so talk a little bit about that yeah. So your skin issues aren't just skin issues. <laughs> um, and that's one really important point. So I think it's important to be clear on what your skin symptoms are and what your diagnosis that you've gotten from your doctor is. That's important, but you also need to cast a wider net looking at your health overall from that 2000 foot perspective and understanding that symptoms that could be like fatigue, for example, or um, maybe you have issues seeing at night and it's not about cataracts. <laughs> you just yeah. notice your night vision isn't great anymore. Um, you might have tingling in your fingers and toes, like really casting that wider net and saying, what's going on in all the systems, the things that if you went to the doctor and started listing them all out, you'd be like, oh, it's just old age. I want you to list them out. Yes. That helps us actually figure out what's going on. It also can point us toward deficiencies and imbalances in the body. So that's why it's really crucial. But also too, um, I think one point that does need to be made, especially if we're going to talk about, you know, in terms of food and uh, eczema, there is a really strong component or relationship uh, with allergies and this mm -hmm. more like allergy picture. Not everybody has allergies, by the way, who has eczema. Not everybody finds that an antihistamine will work. I have some clients that are on like two, three antihistamines and it does not stop their itching. You can have environmental allergies that can contribute to your rash. That's entirely mm -hmm. possible. There's also issues where sometimes your body will confuse a pollen allergy, like ragweed allergy, for example, with certain foods. So there's the same with birch and grasses and all sorts of things. So with like a ragweed allergy, for example, a lot of people say, oh, I'll do a liver detox. Well, a lot of the herbs that are used in a liver detox formula are in the ragweed family, things like dandelion root, um, burdock, milk thistle. And so they take these herbs and your you, liver and, a problem. <laughs> right, and your body's like, Whoa, I'm allergic to that. And everything yeah. gets worse. Wow. So 
it, it is important to be cognizant that cross-reactive allergies, so pollen allergies where your body gets confused with food and thinks it may be a particular pollen exposure can also contribute to histamine issues, um, but also looking then to at digestion. If you're struggling with heartburn, you've been taking GERD or heartburn medication, you feel like maybe you don't digest meat or fish or animal products very well, and they sit really heavy in your stomach, it can be a sign of um, each pylori, mm. which is a bacteria and it's actually one of the most common bacterial infections in the world impacting about 50 to 60% of the world's population. And it is something that I assess every client for because it hijacks our entire digestive um, process essentially. And it opens the door up to allow for every time you swallow, whether it's your saliva, because we have a microbiome that's unique to our mouth. So you've got bugs living in your mouth and that's a good thing, it can, <laughs> can be bad. But also what's in your water, what's in your food, it mm -hmm. gives access to those bacteria or fungal organisms or parasites to your GI tract. And that is one way we open the front door up essentially of our house and allow in these opportunistic and problematic organisms that then can cause wreak havoc, create that inflammation internally, and then it shows up on the skin. When you're working with your client, how do you narrow this down? How do you actually figure out what the problem is? Because it sounds like there could be so many different problems. There can be. So one thing I will say is this. Um, when I work with clients, it's a lot different. It's not a five minute or 10 minute appointment. It's an hour. Yeah. And then there's two hours of work before the appointment, a 15 page form where we ask a lot of weird questions, questions about things you wouldn't even think were related and that go back historically to even how you were or showed up as a little baby in this world. Um, and then also what was mom's health? Because it's all important. Um, and so that really helps us understand your particular situation and narrow in on what we need to do also to understanding um, what your, your uh, conventional blood work looks like. And if you're open to doing some potential stool testing, so comprehensive stool testing, not this type of stool test available at Quest or LabCorp. These are things usually mostly paid out of pocket, but they provide so much insightful data because the tests are a lot of times um, a lot more sensitive than what we mm -hmm. get through our doctor, unfortunately. Um, and it just, we take all that data together and it provides us that pathway forward. And it also helps people who've tried what Susie did and what John did, and it doesn't work for them and they feel broken and really frustrated yeah. and they don't understand why nothing seems to help. And it's because the issues that you have, or this, you know, this particular person, we'll just call her Christy, the issues that Christy has are different than everyone else's. Right. And so the solution, unfortunately, it's going to look a little different. Yes, one and size so, is not at all. Exactly. Yeah. So I hope that it provides some insight and hope to somebody who is in this moment feeling really frustrated. Uh, skin rash issues are both an external and internal um, imbalance, essentially. And so you have to look at both sides of this to figure out what's going on. It can take time, conventional medicine, sort of like the super highway to shutting off symptoms, where when you do this type of process, it takes more time. It can take months sometimes to rebalance the system. Yes. And you should know that going into this. This isn't like a quick fix, snap your fingers. Yes, on better. You're getting to the root cause. That exactly. to me is more important. You're not putting a Band-Aid on it or just blocking it. You're actually figuring out what the problem is mm -hmm. so you can 
fix it, prevent it, not let it happen again. And I think that's really very important. And you must have a great sense of accomplishment when you help somebody to feel better just generally and, and to repair their skin. I definitely do. Um, I really feel like um, I, I just, my, my motivation in life is just to help one person. Like if I could leave this world a little bit better when I, whenever I leave it, <laughs> um, that would mean the world to me. And I'm a big believer that when you share information, you empower someone to be able to make different choices and to ask better questions. And in this day and age where you have to be your own health advocate, it's so crucial to be able to ask educated decisions and not just go down some rabbit hole and say, oh, well, it's an alternative website. They must know what they're talking about. There's a lot of bad information on the yes, internet. There is, just and as much motivated by money many times. Exactly, exactly. So um, for me, it's about unpacking this whole very complex situation and honestly, I really want to see the way that we approach rash issues like this from, I want to see it change. I, I don't like the fact, because I've been a patient, that it's just, here's a steroid cream. Sorry, yes. you probably got bad genes. I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. Put some Vaseline on your skin to keep it moisture. It, it's not helpful. And yeah. some people experience extreme amounts of suffering and they're not provided any amount of hope. And I'm not trying to give somebody false hope that you're going to magically cure your skin. This is a journey. And some people get to a place where they are in much better shape, whereas other people do find full resolution of their issues. Um, but it takes time. And it also helps shift your commitment to really focusing on the most health, creating the most healthy version of yourself as a whole, not just I need my skin to be fixed. So um, for me, it's about empowering those individuals to make smarter choices, to explore within that safe environment um, what might be options that they never heard of before. Yes, yes. And it's such a blessing to have the platform that you have to be able to do that. I, I feel very blessed myself to be able to bring information to people and try to help them live a better, healthier life. Even if it's one little change, one little step, it's such a great wonderful feeling that you are contributing to making the world, making someone live healthier, making things a better place. So it's um, it's great that you do that. I, I just give you a lot of credit from taking your own experience and what you went through to turning it into something that can help so many other people. So I really appreciate your joining us today. Again, what is your podcast? Where can people reach you? My podcast is called The Healthy Skin Show. It's available on all podcasting platforms. It's also available if you want to skip the podcast thing. If you go to healthyskinshow.com and then I'm also available, uh, regularly on a daily basis over on Instagram. My handle is at Jennifer Fugo at Jennifer Fugo F U G O. Thank you so much for joining us. This was very interesting. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Sure. And thank you for being here for Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Empower you to live a healthier life. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs>